Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am the Evil Lawyer and you are not. Anything you hear on this show is not intended as legal advice. It's for entertainment purposes only. And if you take legal advice from a podcast or radio show, well, here's your sign. As Bill Hingvall used to say, today's show is going to be a little short, a little weird because I'm sick and I don't feel well, so, but, you know, hey, you guys listen, and I uh, kind of felt bad about not doing a show or just rerunning or doing a best of, so I'm going to do the best I can, man, and try and get you some content that'll make you laugh, make you think, make you mad, I don't know. You can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyers Guide, on the web at www.evillawyersguide.com, and on Twitter at Evil Law Guide. Um... Today we're going to talk about getting pulled over, because it seems like that's probably the most common contact with law enforcement that you guys are going to have, and I know I've had a lot of them. It's been alleged that I drive with a slightly heavy right foot, and I'd like to think I drive with two heavy feet on the same pedal on the right side. But my driving habits aside, and yes, this is from the guy who once got written up for doing 133 miles an hour in what was technically a 35-mile-an-hour zone. But in my defense, I will say that was many years ago. And who puts a 35-mile-an-hour zone on a freeway? And I think I was only going 100. But anyway, yeah, they did suspend my driver's license, and I had to go to driving school. And the funny story, I was in driving school with another kid, because I was a kid back then. And he was there for speeding on a bike, not a motorcycle, a bicycle. And it was, we were doing the old, what, what are you in for? <laughs> what are you in for questions? And he's like, they radared me on my bicycle going up over 25 miles an hour in a residential street. And the state I used to live in, that was the law. Was residential was always 25. He goes, what did you do? And I said, 133 and a 35. <laughs> and, um... I was kind of the star of of the uh, of the class because I had the most absurd speed and the most ridiculous ticket. Now I didn't get taken to jail. Uh, the officers were nice enough to let me go, all seven of them, because they thought they were going to have to chase me down. And as soon as they got behind me, I was pulled over. Um, I'd already won the alleged drag race. <clears throat> I admit nothing, even though it's been like 20 years, 25, oh gosh, it's been longer than that. But what do you do when you get pulled over? And this is going to be kind of Texas-based, I don't know, because some states want you to get out of the car. I think most states now want you to stay in the car. When I was growing up, you were supposed to get out of the car. Then I moved to Texas, and I got out of the car when I got pulled over, and I damn near got shot. So um, here's what I do. I automatically assume that the lights are for somebody else, just like everybody. But I, so I'll move over and then the officer moves over. And then I'm like, well, obviously the guy in front of me moved over too. And those lights are for him. And then the siren comes on and it's like, jerk in the black Lambo, please pull over. And I'm like, well, it's gotta be talking to that other jerk in the black Lambo. And I look around, and I'm the only jerk in a black Lambo, so I pull over. My car's tinted out, blacked out. 
as they say in Chicago, as they say in Chicago, murdered out. So um, I roll the window down. I put the car in neutral, set the emergency breaker. If I'm in the car with an automatic, I put it in park. If I hear driver turn off the engine, I do. But if it's really hot, you know, I, I'll leave it running. Um, I turn the radio down. Usually if I was speeding, something really loud is on the radio that I was really digging, like ACDC or Skinner or Sabbath or something. So I turn the radio down, and I put both hands on the steering wheel because having seen thousands of police reports, and I was a ticket lawyer for about 10 minutes and realized how much I hated it and promptly hired a really good ticket lawyer to work for me and handle all that stuff. But um, I've seen a gazillion police reports because of other things I've represented people on, car wrecks, uh, DWIs. Um, and, you know, I did, like I said, when I was first starting out, I did some tickets and realized that it kind of is a sucky job. And so... I got someone else to do it, do them for me. By the way, if you're an up-and-coming lawyer and you want to make a lot of money, you can make a lot of money doing tickets. It just really wasn't for me. You got to get up real early, and back then I like to stay out real late, so the getting up real early thing. But anyway, one of the things you always see is made furtive motions, and that's basically you look like you're hiding shit in the car, and um, that... That turns up the uh, anxiety on the police officer to 11, and we don't want to do that. So, car in park, uh, both hands on the steering wheel, not trying to stuff your blow or your gun or whatever under the seat so nobody will see it. You shouldn't have that stuff with you anyway. And wait for the police officer to come up to the car. Unless he tells you to get out, or unless you're in one of those states where you're supposed to get out. And even though this is for entertainment purposes only, I'm not going to tell you to start singing or doing something goofy. And I will tell you, admit nothing. Do you know how fast you were going? No. Do you know why I pulled you over? No. Don't admit anything, because if you, have, if you get a ticket and... You know, the the old police saying is you can't talk yourself out of a ticket, but you can talk yourself into one. So if you get a ticket, um, your attorney, if you decide to get one or if you represent yourself, would prefer that you didn't say, yeah, I was swerving all over the road and going 100 miles an hour. Of course I know what I was doing. You think I'm drunk? So, you know, no. <laughs> if they ask you to get out of the car... You're going to have to get out of the car. If you don't get out of the car, they're going to drag you out of the car. If you've been drinking and they ask you to do field sobriety tests, I would refer you to my one of my DWI shows. Um, but in Texas, anyway, you can respectfully, well, you can decline them disrespectfully, but I recommend that you respectfully decline all field sobriety tests and let them take you to jail if that's what they're going to do. It'll help your attorney out uh, in the long run dramatically. But we're not talking about DWIs. We're talking about getting pulled over because you ran a stop sign or you allegedly ran a red light or you allegedly were going 133 in a 35-mile-an-hour zone like I was a long time ago. I'll tell you how long ago it was. I was in a 5-liter Mustang, not the new ones, 
the original 5.0 Mustang. So that'll give you a hint on how long ago this was. I was in college. Um, so keep your both hands on the wheel. Don't act like you're hiding something. And when the cop comes up, don't admit anything, but be nice. I mean, these guys, you know, and when you pull over, pull way over, you know, don't make the officers stand in the highway. You know, they get, people get hit all the time. I mean, drunks are automatically, they, they tend to weave their cars towards the bright, pretty lights. And this happens all the time that, you know, a guy will have a, an officer will have a guy pulled over a DWI or something. And then another drunk guy will slam into both of them and kill, kill one of them or hurt, hurt the officer or hurt the uh, person pulled over. So I pull way over. I mean, personally, if I'm near an exit, I'll go ahead and take the exit and pull into the first place I can pull into. When a cop pulls up behind me and I know it's for me, I turn on my hazard lights and start slowing down so he knows that I'm not going to floor it and try and outrun him. Um, they used to say you can outrun the police car, but you can't outrun the Motorola, and that's that's pretty much true. Even if you have a car, let'll go 215 miles an hour like I'm sure some of you guys do and, and, and I do. But um, – so you, you let them know that you're not going to be a jerk and run. Uh, running in an automobile in Texas, anyway, is a felony. So you, you don't want to turn a speeding ticket into uh, pen time or potential pen time. If you hire a good lawyer, you'll probably get out of it. And he's going to come up to the car, and you immediately want to start screaming and swearing and throwing a fit. No, no, you don't want to do that. I used to have a, a girlfriend who was really attractive and probably could have talked her way out of anything short of a murder ticket. But the minute a cop got to her window, and she drove like Stevie Wonder on crack, the minute a cop got to her window, she would start screaming at him and cursing at him. And so she always got written a ticket. Me, on the other hand, I'm really nice to him. And the last time I got pulled over, he's like, you realize you were going 95 miles an hour? And I said, no, sir. I didn't have no idea I was going that fast if I was because I admit to nothing. And we talked for a minute. He was a really cool guy. And um, he wrote me a warning. Now, I'm not saying that'll work for you, but if you're a jerk, you are going to get a ticket. And you might get a whole bunch of tickets. And if you're a real jerk... You never know what's going to happen, do you? So, um, especially if you're driving around with all kinds of contracts, if you got a dead hooker in the trunk of your car, go the speed limit. Make sure your lights work. You know, use that turn signal. Stop at those signs and those lights. You got a kilo in the glove box. You better be driving like your grandma. You don't want to get pulled over. But if you do, well, uh, be nice. Uh, there's probably six things he can write you up for and he might just write you up for one or he might write you up for two or he might give you a warning and let you go. So don't be a shithead because when you're nice to people, sometimes they're nice to you back and you might get a cop who's having a crappy day or he's just a crappy cop and he's going to come up and throw a lot of hate at you. Just take it. Just don't give it back. Don't get into an argument. There's nothing to be gained Get a good lawyer, beat it later in court. There's another old police saying, and it's become a lawyer saying, you may beat the rap, but you won't beat the ride. If you're enough of a shit, they're going to figure out a way to take you to jail. So be nice. You know, don't give up any evidence. 
And the odds are the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to get a ticket and it's going to ruin your day and you're going to be pissed off all day long. And you can call a lawyer, maybe call 844-EVIL-LAW, and I'll refer you to my old ticket guy who's now got three or four of his own practices. And um, it'll be okay. You know, you might have to give the city a little money. Nobody likes that. But it's not the end of the world. Um, and with that, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of losing my voice and I'm not feeling uh, 40% today. With that, you can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyers Guide. You can find us on the web at www.evillawyersguide.com. We're on Twitter at Evil Law Guide. And as always, have an evil day. <laughs>